Hey lady, do you sometimes feel like you've lost yourself? Are you internalizing your feelings and walking around on eggshells either at home or at work? Maybe there is something missing in your life, but you just can't quite figure out what it is. Or even worse, you know what it is, but you feel stuck and you can't move forward. Well, I have been there more often than I care to admit. I spent more than 20 years climbing the corporate ladder only for it to come to an abrupt end during a 10-minute meeting. (laughs) I was so busy climbing that ladder to satisfy one aspect of myself that I neglected to take the time I needed to really focus on how to achieve true balance in every aspect of my life. Hi, I'm Anya Day, and welcome to the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast where I give women practical tips on how to find their voice through changing their mindset, identifying their passion, and owning their story. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So, go grab your favorite glass of wine or cup of tea if you're driving. Relax, and let's peel away the layers of our complex onion to unleash our authentic voice that the world deserves to hear. you all are having a wonderful week. Thank you again for showing up for another episode of the podcast. If you are enjoying it, please make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review because it gets us seen by more audiences. I also have a special favor to ask this week. If you look in the podcast notes, you will see a link to a survey that I am doing. I'm doing a case study related to People who may or may not have thought about doing a side hustle before transitioning from their corporate job to full-time entrepreneurial life, or just building up a side hustle and not necessarily wanting to quit their corporate job. So if you get a chance, please take a look at my survey and complete it. I would greatly appreciate it. And with that, this week, I want to talk about grace and giving yourself some grace. And this week's episode is actually brought to you because of the result of a series of just what the, you know what? (laughs) This is one of those weeks where everything just seemed to not go the way I planned. I was really excited because it was Kinson's first week back to school in person, and it was going to allow me to have more structure to my day. I started off strong, I believe on Monday. I had did a walk, jog. I had also done like five miles on the day before. And Monday, I think I really overdid it. So by Tuesday, I was literally in the bed, not feeling well, feeling like I was dehydrated, just not feeling good at all. Couldn't move, took a shower and literally laid in the bed. That was Tuesday. By Wednesday, and my computer had been acting up for a minute. I've had a number of problems. You may know to have noticed that the last week's episode, there were some challenges with the audio because something was off my computer. And it finally just gave up on me. And I had an appointment with Apple and I took it in this week or last week. Well, in the midst of that, I had an interview, a podcast interview scheduled that we've had to reschedule a couple times um, or at least once and just was trying to coordinate schedules and get it together. Had a number of technical issues, but we tested out the audio, the recording worked. We did the entire interview and the recording disappeared. 
I was devastated. I was like, are you serious? That has never happened to me before. So I was not happy. I'm not really sure if it was the computer. I'm not really sure what the problem was. When I took my computer to Apple, I ended up buying another computer because I couldn't live without a device (laughs) for as long as they said it may take to get mine back. But it's no worries. They told me, oh, just buy one and you can return it. I'm like, it's not that easy to just buy another laptop. But I did because I needed to keep functioning in the world. And with that equipment I had, it just wasn't working right. And it's a new computer. It's less than a year old. So, you know, hopefully they can fix everything that was wrong with it. Well, you know, I was pretty devastated. I've tried everything to retrieve this recording and I just couldn't do it. And I contacted Zoom and they told me, basically, they sent me this generic email saying, oh, due to COVID, we can't answer specific requests. Try these things. Look at these articles. Nothing was working. Nothing the blogger said. Nothing worked. So anyway, scrap and erase. Hopefully it'll like turn up. But if not, then I guess I'm just going to have to do it all over again. So that's where this week's episode came in. So um, in the midst of having a conversation with Adrian, who was my podcast guest, she was, we were texting back and forth and she was like, give yourself some grace. And she was right. She was, you know, basically like, you have a lot going on. Don't beat yourself up. I also had a another friend who, and somebody I used to, um, who used, was my former assistant, who told me the same thing. Like, you know, stop beating yourself up. You really do have a lot going on, more than you can imagine. So that's where this week's episode came into play because I'm sure I'm not the only person who has a high expectations for themselves. And then when things don't go your way, you feel frustrated and like you are, you know, not doing, things just aren't working out the way you want them to. So, you know, the idea of grace is giving yourself that permission to just forgive yourself and to, you know, for any mistakes that you made, for, you know, the things that you said you were going to do that you didn't get to do, you know, any hurtful things you said to people or said about people, you know, your huge lapse in judgment and poor decisions and all of that stuff. Because at the end of the day, nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. So you have to remember that. And, you know, the Bible defines, well, I don't want to say the Bible because <laughs> maybe yeah, it does. So God's grace is basically his unmerited favor, meaning that we didn't necessarily need to earn it. It's just given to us. So for me as a Christian, I truly embrace that. And I generally live by that principle. I mean, that's why after at the end of each episode, I say grace and peace because those two attributes are so important to me. And I thought I would expand on this whole concept and talk about, you know, how we need to celebrate our progress more and over over our need to be perfect because I don't, well, I don't need to be perfect and I know that I'm not perfect, but our need to um, not disappoint ourselves. I would just say it that way. And, you know, one of the things that 
I try to embrace is grace. And I met the other day, like I, by yesterday, I was having a full-fledged, oh, I just want to ball up in the corner and cry more than 30 seconds, like just getting a shower. I just was feeling overwhelmed. It was just, a, it's, it, the last year plus has been extremely challenging anyway <laughs> um, for a number of reasons. And um, I kind of just hit a wall yesterday, frustrated, because I was trying so hard. And I was thinking, you know, as many, I t- literally, I probably spent hours trying to retrieve this thing. Like you could have recorded four more episodes as much time as you've spent. If you can't find it, it's okay. She'll understand. You'll have to reschedule and do it again later. So that's where we are. And it's cool. Um, But I still was just feeling like, gosh, because I always just like to put my best foot forward. And I hate that. You know, life is, it's a, it's a journey. It's not, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a journey. It's not a destination. You know, we're all, I'm always becoming, I'm always evolving and growing and all of that. And I I have to remind even myself of that. And one of the, you know, I I would say the number one, you know, I like to make sure you guys have tactical tools and tips that you can apply to your life and not just hearing about the woes of (laughs) on your day. But, you know, number one, I would say, you know, in terms of giving yourself some grace and really celebrating your progress over perfection, don't beat yourself up. You know, it is what it is. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. There's nothing you can really do about whatever the it is that you then feel disappointed about, but make a change. You know, you have to turn your obstacles into opportunities. You have to figure out, okay, what could I have done differently? You know, I have, I'm working with a coach now, Sharice, and that came up in our session last week. We were talking about the homework assignment we had and I was, I had an assignment to do something. I didn't put my best foot forward in terms of my effort. I didn't get, I wasn't disappointed that I got minimal results because I didn't put my best foot forward. So I knew that my effort didn't match what I was expecting. So I didn't expect it because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And I hate not doing what I was supposed to do. But lately it comes up more and more and I'm just, I'm an overachiever. I mean, for anybody who's known me for years, if I say I'm going to do something, I do it over and beyond, you know. I like to under-promise and over-deliver. And lately, I don't know, I just, I, I can't get my groove right. And I'm getting it together slowly but surely, but I'm learning not to beat myself up. And with that, it, you have to embrace it. You have to be willing to say, okay, let me get myself together and do whatever and just get it done. And one of the things that slightly different but similar was I was having a conversation with a couple of people, you know, about, you know, how do you feel about COVID um, restrictions being lifted? People are more people are out and about, people are getting vaccinated. Some people are choosing to get vaccinated. Some people are choosing not to. Some people are hesitant to kind of go back out there. 
I mean, kind of liking the way things were. And a part of me is like, yeah, like, I, I, I yes, I do miss doing, doing certain things, but I also appreciated the time that it forced me to spend with myself, the time that it forced me to spend with my family, the time that it forced me to reprioritize and to shift what my focus was. And for that, I'm appreciative. I'm extremely sorry for all of the lives lost and all of the lives torn apart. But I will say that, and I don't want to say, I hate to say but, because I don't want to negate what I just said. So that's a period. And then my next sentence is, with COVID, though, I, because of the restrictions that were put in place as a result of the unfortunate pandemic, I appreciated some of the things that I was able to get done from a development purpose and because I needed to work on me. I'm continuing to work on me. I'm still working on me. Um, you know, my, um, I won't say who. Somebody um, told me, you know, they're kind of embarrassed that they don't want to get out and about and do um, certain things. And I, I get it. I don't blame them. I mean, you know, you you're you get used to kind of whatever your groove is and you have a have to have a dis- different expectation when you go out and you interact with the world. You know, depending on what you're doing, you got to get dressed. You got to put on clothes. You got to get your hair cut. You got to get your hair done. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, it just depends. And some of us have gotten comfortable with not necessarily doing those things. I have all of these. I was looking at my closet. I need to call. call shout out to Perfect Spaces by Denny, by the way. I need to call. Um, I, I have a friend, Denny, who is a professional organizer. And I need to call her to organize my closet. And I've needed my closet organized since the fall. I originally contacted her in the fall and it just didn't work out. But I was looking again like, oh my gosh, my laundry is still piling up. This weather is stressing me out because it's not consistently warm. I still need certain things. My closet can't fit everything in it. And I hate like that transition part. And I kind of was looking at my closet like I have all of these work clothes that I can't imagine. I didn't go into the office anyway. I was a work from home employee, but I traveled a lot. So I did need a lot of suits and work attire that I don't really need right now. I'm not really going anywhere where I need that kind of stuff. And I was like, we're in the process of purging things out of our garage and about to have a big yard sale and throwaway stuff. And I was like, you know what? I should sell some of this stuff. I'm not wearing it. I normally donate stuff I don't want anymore or just kind of toss it to the side. But some of it, I think I'm going to take some time and really say, do I really need this right now? I need to declutter my life. And I feel so free when I get rid of stuff. That was kind of off topic. But anyway, yeah, I just, you you have to just be okay where, where you are. And I reminded the individual that embarrassment is a choice. My My pastor, Pastor Mike, said that. And it's always resonated with me. And I always remind people of that. And yes, I'm not to say that I don't feel embarrassed, but I quickly remind myself that embarrassment is a choice. Like I, it's very seldom that I that I am that I that I do feel that embarrassment. 
You know, shame, I think, is is something different, but that's a whole nother conversation. But anyway, so I think another thing we need to keep in mind is, you know, the whole comparison factor and remembering that you can do things the way you want to do them, period, because you are the author of your own story. You can use a pencil, you can use whiteout, you can use correct tape, you could do whatever the hell you want because you can make adjustments to it. You, yes, you have to put some effort to certain things in order to make adjustments to it. But at the end of the day, you truly have to embrace that and to remind yourself that you are the author of your own story. You can have what you want to have. You could do what you want to do. You could say what you want to say. And you don't need to compare yourself to other people. You don't need to think that it's a competition that, oh, because Susie is is lost 20 pounds already and I said I was going to lose my weight by April and it hasn't happened. So what? Your journey is your journey and her journey is her journey. Her metabolism is is different. We're all unique. We all come from unique, uh, we're unique footprint and we can't expect to compare ourselves with others and you could so-called try to do the same thing, but their secret sauce is their secret sauce because it's them. And like you're the magic potion to your secret grandma soup recipe or your favorite whatever recipe. Like you're that special secret ingredient that nobody knows about when it comes to doing whatever it is that you're doing or what you're trying to do. So don't worry. Don't focus on the competition. Don't focus on what other people are doing. Just focus on what you're doing. Focus on, you know, for me, the weight loss journey has been a struggle because for so long when I was younger, I wanted to gain weight. I remember just, you know, being a buck 25 and that was after I had my first kid. And I got up to a hundred pounds more than that, not pregnant. So, you know, it's a challenge. And, but I had to do something different to get a different result. I couldn't eat the same things. I can't do the same things that I used to do because things change. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So I, I have been trying to be more mindful of the fact that I do need to celebrate the little wins and the progress and the fact that no, I can't overdo it and think, oh, that's going to get me to my goals sooner. No, like you have to find that right balance. You know, another thing is it's okay to stretch yourself. Like I said, I'm an overachiever and I love to grind and it's just basically in me to do it. I've always been that way. But I've learned not to kill myself. You can stretch without killing yourself. You know, in this day and age where you have, where social media is so prominent, in people's lives and you're trying to find your lane and, you know, do whatever or express yourself. There are so many different people on social media and only, you know, there's a very small percentage of your followers who actually really even see your stuff. And you have Instagram, you have Facebook, you have Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, like all of these things, Clubhouse, and there's speaking conferences and there's this and there's that. And now that the world is going to open up. There's going to be other things that you have an opportunity to do. It doesn't mean that you have to do all of them. 
you know, that is so hard for me. Like I, the social media thing, you all know, I'm not, that's just not my jam. I'm going to find somebody who's going to help me with it, but it's not personally, it's just not my thing. It's a challenge for me. I'll just say that. And, but I remind myself that I'm doing my best and guess what? For you, you're doing the best. And if you're not, so the hell what? Who cares? Like, sometimes you just have to chill. Sometimes you just have to say, oh, I don't feel like putting the effort in. I don't feel like putting the effort in folding up the laundry. I don't feel like putting up the effort in trying to lose weight right now. I don't put like putting the effort in to whatever it is you choose. And that may sound crazy to some people, but sometimes you have to have that that self-preservation mindset if you want to stay above water yourself. You know, we, by nature, many of us, we're happy when the people around us are happy. Our families are happy. Our kids are happy. That makes us happy. But we sacrifice ourselves so much that we really do ourselves a disservice because then we're not there to show up for ourselves. I am guilty of this. I am. And I'm guilty of, of, of taking on too much and kind of juggling a lot. And I'm getting better. I had gotten really good at this, but some, you know, when I lost my job, it was a whole different story. But I am getting better at it. And I'm doing things intentionally. I could go back to corporate America and probably, you know, I'm not saying it's easy to find a job, but because I'm not, I'm sure it isn't, but I'm sure I could find one with the credentials that I have and the experience that I have and make a nice salary with some great benefits and be comfortable punching that clock. I, I could do that, but I'm making a choice not to right now because that's the, the, what do you call it? That's the trade-off, I guess. You know, at the end of the day, I'm trying to create something and I know exactly what I'm trying to create. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but in the end, generational wealth for my kids and my kids' kids is extremely important to me. And I'm trying to leave them, leave a legacy and do certain things for them. And and for me personally, in order for me to do that, I have to be on a certain path and this is the path that I'm on. So I'm choosing to make a sacrifice. And yeah, I'm giving up some stuff. You know, I'm giving up time for myself. I'm giving up time with my family sometimes. But I'm also reclaiming my time, if that makes sense. Because I'm kind of dictating it. I have more flexibility in terms of what I'm trying to do, which is why I'm choosing to do it the way that I'm doing it. So... I would say another thing is, or probably the, this is probably the last thing, you know, you, you probably should adjust, look at your perspective and make your, and then adjust based on what that perspective is. So, you know, where are you in terms of what you're looking for in your life? What's important to you? What your values are? And you might have to adjust your expectations of yourself overall. So for me, I'm on this path to do these things, but I'm also on a path to reclaim my peace and to really own and embrace who I am. And 
I've had to sacrifice some things. And it's been extremely hard and extremely challenging. And I've disappointed people. And I've disappointed myself. And I'm working through that. And, but again, I have to, when I do things, I'm framing them in that perspective of, okay, what's important for me right now? What's important to me? And whatever that thing that is that is important to you, that is how you need to operate. And then you adjust your expectations of yourself based on that. So, you know, would you expect somebody else to do all that you're doing? Because, you know, we're harder on ourselves than we are on others. We don't expect other people to do half the crap that we do, but we do it anyway. And a lot of times people look at you like you're crazy. Like, what are you doing and why are you doing that? Who said that you needed to do things a certain way? Like, who really dictates that? Yeah, I know that there's rules and regulations and laws and corporate and all of that stuff. And I said corporate, like in society and, you know, just state and government and all that other stuff. But who really says you need to do things a certain way? Like, who really said that certain words were a cuss word? Like, I really want to know that. Like, what makes it a bad word? <laughs> I don't, you know, just random stuff I be thinking about sometimes. And you have to ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen if you don't get whatever done? And it goes back to not beating yourself up and giving yourself that grace and be flexible and realize it's not always going to be perfect. It's not going to always work out the way you wanted it to. But did you do your best? Did you try? And again, like I said, if you don't feel like it, oh, well, it's okay. What would you tell your your best girlfriend or your kid if they came to you moaning and groaning and complaining and whining about not getting something done or you got 10 things done and you had 20 on your list? Maybe you shouldn't have had 20 on your list in the first place. Raising my hand, guilty. You know, that perspective is is really important. I had a very, very interesting conversation yesterday with a friend who I've known for years, 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 like as far as like at least 20, I would say. And we were really close at one point in time. We worked together. And when that relationship, when we stopped working together, or prior to that, probably something just changed and I couldn't really put my finger on what it was, but there was something that changed and it could have been attributed to a number of different things. Well, we connected again recently and we had a, we had a, you know, conversation, everything seemed cool. And it was never, I never thought that she wasn't my friend anymore. I guess it was like an unspoken thing that things were different, but we were still cool, still loved each other, had each other's backs, all of that other stuff. And then yesterday, I received a phone call from her and she wanted to have this conversation about how did I view how things happened in terms of our friendship and how it went from being one thing to another thing. And in the course of the conversation, without getting into any details, what came out of it was she started the question, the conversation off asking me my opinion of 
kind of what happened. So on one hand, I'm scratching my head because it's a long time ago. I don't really remember. And I couldn't really remember anything specific. You know, there were little details here and there, but it wasn't anything that I blamed her for or anything. And I did question myself at times like, okay, well, did I not try hard enough? Did I do this? Did I do something to offend? Did I, I did kind of make it about myself at one point, but I never addressed it. And in our conversation, it basically came out that like my understanding of things was different than hers. And I'm bringing this up because one, it was good that we had the conversation Two, it was just a, such a strong reminder about how your perspective is your perspective and it doesn't make it everybody else's. And she was glad that she asked me because there wasn't anything that I was blaming her for or anything like that. And it just gave her additional insight. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. And that conversation just gave her additional insight about kind of where I was and what I was thinking and what my thoughts were. And then I understood more about kind of what she was thinking. And it was a good, productive conversation. And I loved the fact that we were able to have, I've always loved the fact that she and I have been able to have those kind of conversations. And it was such a strong reminder about just being aware of that not everybody thinks exactly the way you do. Not everybody walks exactly the way you do. They don't, they're not going to react exactly the way you do. They're not going to understand you the way you may intend them to understand them. And this is, this was like, has such a bigger, a huge impact on me because I was able to really think about it Last night, I could not sleep. I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't lay down. But I wasn't tired for some reason. And I ended up being up till 4.35 o'clock in the morning. It was horrible because I had to get up at 8 o'clock. But I was working on something that I needed to get done for a meeting I had today. And I spent some time kind of just sitting and thinking about our conversation and appreciating it, but also providing um, applying it to other aspects of my life, which again, added to this episode. All y'all in my tribe helped me for this week's episode. I'm gonna make sure I send this to everybody. But I just, I appreciated it. I would just say that. I mean, I think that sometimes we get so caught up in what it is that we're thinking or how we think things should be that we do forget to understand other people's perspective. And we don't take that time to have those kinds of conversations. And it was so good. I can't even explain to you. I mean, a a part of it is her background and what she was trained in. And I think she's very good at having those kinds of conversations and kind of teasing things out. But yeah, I I just, I just wanted to, to share that because I think it's, I think it's important. And, you know, one of the things that if you don't take anything else out of this, it's just, you know, just because you have a setback, it doesn't mean that 
you don't still have God's grace upon you. You didn't have to earn it. You know, there's this concept of sowing. I wasn't going to say sowing and reaping, but also I guess you could compare grace. You know, grace is the fact that you didn't earn it and you get it. You get that favor. You get that kindness. You get that love, that embracing, that forgiveness without necessarily earning it. Sowing and reaping. I didn't really want to say that, but that's, you know, the idea of, you know, you get what you give in a way. But I was really about to say karma. You know, I think that there are, I believe in grace. I do. And I I believe that I received God's grace, but I also believe in karma. And I mean, yeah, I guess I, I mean, I guess it is similar to kind of what you sow. And, you know, the idea of karma is stuff comes back to you. <laughs> and, you know, in that, in that, you know, it's a, a Buddhist and Hinduism faith concept of, you know, the idea of their actions, all of their actions and their previous actions, exec, et cetera, you know, they decide their fate for their future. So, you know, I do think that does play a role in our life as well as grace. And, you know, that is a, don't even get me to go down the path of trying to explain the, the difference between the two and why one applies and it doesn't, because I'm, I'm not going to do, do that because I don't know the answer. And I don't claim to know the answer. But, you know, I, I just wanted to bring that up, that as a reminder, you know, if you believe in, you know, the idea of Christianity and you're a person of faith, then y- you know that it's yours for the taking. The grace is yours for the taking. It doesn't matter what you did or how many times you messed up. You still get it, period. And, you know, one, oh, I'm going to do one more thing. So one more thing is in closing, you know, know when you need to take a break because you don't want to burn yourself out. And because you're the author of your own story, you know, you're the writer of your own movie, script, whatever, et cetera, you know, long movies have intermissions. So sometimes you might need to take a break. Sometimes you might need to, you know, erase something and do it over. And you just have to remind yourself, okay, what what can I learn? What can I do differently? You know, how can I do things differently when it comes to this? You know, Grace, you know, y'all know I love Brene Brown. Brene Brown, it was this quote in one of her books before about Grace taking you place, places that hustling can't. You can hustle, hustle, hustle all you want. But God's grace is going to open up doors that you didn't even imagine. I never would imagine that I would be in a situation now where I literally have more work than I could really do. <laughs> it's all about me putting the right structures and processes in place. And that, I'm an operations girl. I, I was That's what I was for years and years and years. I was the head of a department Um and, and operations and responsible for putting that structure in place and organizing and things like that. And I'm, um, I'm tapping into those roots and trying to put those 
structures and processes in place or put some structure and processes in place for me for these various businesses so I could get a virtual assistant, so I can get a branding assistant, so I could get help because I can't, I need to make money consistently in order to pay for help, number one. And I can't ask for help if I don't know how things are supposed to flow. And I want to be able to map that out clearly so that somebody knows what my expectation is. I have to make sure I know it first before I bring on somebody else. But yeah, so as in closing, you know, just remember that that you can hustle all you want, but that grace is going to give you, it's going to take you further than that hustle will. And it's yours for the taking. You can still have it despite what you how you view your current progress. and. You know, to me, as long as you're making progress, that's all that matters. And again, if you don't want to make progress, you don't have to. Some people are completely content and complacent in whatever the it is, whatever their weight is, whatever the thing is, and that's completely fine. For those of you who have more of a hustler mentality and more of a grinder mentality and you want to do things different, or even not even applying it to that, you know, just with our kids. Oh my gosh, it's so hard being a parent. I don't have a lot of gray hair, but I tell you, (laughs) right now, I'm like, as a parent, I'm having some challenges. And having kids of different ages and going through different stuff, it can be a lot on top of your own stuff. So that's a reminder. You need to, never mind. Let me stop. I was going to say people should be careful who has kids, but let me not say that. So anyway, I love you guys. Thank you again. Don't forget to check out my case study. I'm going to put the link in the show notes and I love you so much and appreciate you. And with that, until next time, grace and peace. Thank you for joining the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review because I welcome and value your feedback. You can also tag me in your stories at It's On Your Day so I can personally connect with you and know who is in my tribe. I am looking forward to continuing to work with you to write your own story. Until next time, grace and peace.